Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand-new racing app for same-race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Kia ora, good morning and welcome into uh, Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. As you can probably tell, I'm not Izzy. Uh, I'm Ricardo. <laughs> uh, uh, you can fill me in, uh, Kempi, because uh, Morena to you. But we're, why am I here? Well, it's because Izzy's uh, he's decided he's had enough of being a, an ex-All Black and he wants to be a professional golfer. Right. So he's off, uh, I think it's Clearwater that they're playing the, the, uh, the golf tournament, the New Zealand golf tournament down there, and he's he's asked to play in the pro tournament. So he's actually... Oh, so he's trying ha- to qualify. He's having a decent crack here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Interesting, interesting. What's and he- of course, Louis headed over to the Everest, so... He's, uh, he's flying out this morning, out to uh, Sydney, and uh, going to watch the big $15 million race. Oh, massive. That's going to be huge. So, so just me and you, brother. Just me and you, brother. That's all right, though. That's all right. That's all good. That's all good. We'll let, let the boys chase their dreams. <laughs> we'll chase ours another day. <laughs> chase ours another day. How good is, is, is he off the stick, do you know? Uh, he's very good. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's single figures. Um, I think he said that he's around a six or seven handicap. Oh, yeah. So he plays, yeah, mate, boy, plays every Wednesday. Uh, I'm dead, dead set if that means he plays probably every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Um, but he threw, he said that he threw out a, a comment to the organisers, New Zealand cricket, uh, New Zealand golf, and uh, they took him up on it and and put him in um, for the for the round. So he's got to try and get through the the day to see whether or not he qualifies for the weekend. Uh, a little bit nervous on it, but we had a bit of a, a chat yesterday, and I give him a bit of a pep talk and. You know, he's got plenty of chat. I see. Just get talking around the, around the the tees, mate. You know, get in, get inside their heads. That's what's about, eh? It is. It is I know you're heads. not meant to. I know you're not meant to. Of course you are. Golf it's professional etiquette. sport, bro. I oh, know. Yeah. No. No. It's um. Oh, it's a big day for him. You know, he's had a big week. Obviously, with Pongo, um, Pongo. It's meant to be, but they call it Pongo over in in uh, Australia because the name was gone. Uh, had that decent win at Warwick, uh, Warwick Farm on Wednesday. Uh, it looks like he's probably taken it to Cup Weekend, Derby Day. Man, the Carbine Stakes for three-year-olds. I just can't believe it. You know, you get a you get a horse, it runs twice and, and breaks its maiden on the second one, and then they take it straight to a Group Three. So looking for black type straight away. So uh, I see on Daisy's Instagram last night that she's looking for makeup artists in Melbourne. So it looks like uh, is he? I haven't spoken to you this morning, but it looks like Daisy's going to Melbourne, mate. She's booked her ticket. Sure, that makeup artist wasn't just for Izzy. Is he doing the TV appearance <laughs> over there? Oh, mate, what a, what a crew! Bodie Barrett, Baz McCullum, uh, Mark Carter, obviously, and um, the, the the team from Very Elegant. So he's got he's got some decent owners. You said Mark Carter there. Uh, my horse racing knowledge is slim. Uh, are we talking Mark Carter, the former Auckland loose forward? That's exactly right. The oh, okay. All Black flanker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it was. He was a warrior too, wasn't he? Yeah, he Mark was. Carter. Yeah, because he, he yep. signed and went and played. I think he played in England for a while too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yep. He's um, there's been a few few of those boys. That's really interesting, actually, um, Ricardo, because there's been a few of the boys go up there. Leeds used to sign quite a few of the the All Blacks. You know, Craig Innes went up there. Does that go back to John Gallagher's days? 
Kipper Gallagher. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I, I got to know Kipper really well because he ended up playing for, once he finished with Leeds, he went down and played for the London Broncos. Um, and, of course, Sammy Stewart, who I played with at Newcastle, signed for the London Broncos along with Tony Gordon, the Kiwi coach, after his career with Tank. the Kiwis. Tank Gordon yeah. uh, went over and coached the London Bro- Broncos and Kipper went down there. Kipper, mate, fantastic guy. Absolutely fantastic bloke. And could play rugby league too. And I had that... Um, uncanny ability of those guys back in those days, the, the Johnny Schusters, the Walter Littles, the Kipper Gallagher's, that could run really good lines. So rugby league really, really suited Kipper because he ran real good lines and he had a he had good good change of pace. Am I right in remembering that he was great offensively but defensively struggled, and that's where his fall down was? Well, it is a it is the fall down of a lot of rugby guys that come out. Um, to play rugby league because of the the pace of defence, you know, going up and going back, you know, getting up and and down off the ground all the time. It's not like you go into a ruck and you can you can wrestle down there for for a minute. Mm. You know, you've got to get up and back in, in less than three seconds and and continue to do that. I remember the story when Benji came over. There's a story out of out of uh, the Blues that Benji came over and they had this test which was getting up and down off the ground and. Benji's just absolutely caned it. The boys were just thinking, this guy's superhuman. And and Benji's answer to them was, well, mate, I've been doing that for 15 years. Mm. We just get up and down off the ground. You know? So it is a, a, a it is a technical thing, but you, when, you, when you're playing rugby union, you switch to rugby league defensively, it is a pretty tough thing uh, to get used to because it's always happening constantly. Um, over a, over a tackle, you know, so set of six tackles, kick, set of six tackles, kick type thing, up and off the ground. It does tie it ties big. I remember Garrick Morgan. Remember Garrick Morgan yeah, when yeah. I went to the Crushers. He was uh, six foot six uh, and tough as nails. Like, I remember him and uh, Herbert were the Herbert was the other signing for the Crushers, the centre for Australia. Now he couldn't make the starting side. Herbert, he was a decent centre for Australia if you remember, um, and and neither could Garrick. Morgan and the reason Garrick probably couldn't make it was because he was too slow getting back in the defensive line. He just couldn't. He couldn't keep the pace up. Yeah, right. It's a, it's a whole different thing. Hey, oh, it reminded me too actually because we this whole conversation started when we were talking about Izzy and golf, right? <laughs> um, uh, but uh, it's it's he's not the first uh, former athlete of another sport to, to do this because I used to work with Simon Dool and Dooley and Matthew Hart, who was also a black cap, and I think Alex Tate as well. Both, uh, all three of them played qualifying for the New Zealand Open at one point, um, and I think from memory, Dooley was playing off about a two. Like Dooley was mm. quite, and Alex Tate actually went on, and I think he was like the uh, he ripped Northland, ended up becoming like I don't know if he's a golf pro technically, but like he runs a pro shop now. I think. Yeah, look, a lot of the athletes, you know, when back in my day um, when we we're playing, you'd play golf four times a week. You know, you go to training and then to go and relax. You, you generally you can't go for a surf, so you go to the golf course. We all had golf memberships, and we go go and play, mate. And there's some fantastic golfers. Johnny Schuster's probably the best I've played with. Yeah. So he'd be on a two, I'd say. He might even be scratched now. Um, Izzy always talks about um, the Barrett boys. You know, Geordie Barrett being off scratch. Um, Long levers. Jared Warrior Hargraves could have been a pro. Really? Yeah, Jared Warrior Hargraves is a he's off scratch. He's a very very good golfer. Wow. So uh, there's a lot of you know blokes that handball eye um, coordination. Yeah. A lot of blokes when you're picking up uh, sticks, they mate they could, and I guess they've got that that mentality too. They're probably handle turning turning pro too because they're just so used to that. 
you know, relentless, got to get down there, got to get the job done. Oh. Um, and, and yeah, Izzy, I, I, I wish Izzy all the best today. I hope he goes out there and absolutely slays it. He's, he kept going on about the black markers, so I, th- I guess it's in – I remember – Walking down golf courses, I haven't walked on one for a long time. Um, but those back tees, yep. and you go, man, it's hard enough from hitting them from way up here. How do you get it all the way down there, you know, and on a par four or par five from way back there? So he must be able to hit a boars. Um, I don't know. We'll get, we'll, we'll try and get him on. I yeah. said to him, we'll try and give him a call. I think he's teeing off first this morning. So oh, it might be a bit difficult. Oh mate, we'll just put the phone on. We'll put yeah. the phone on and have a bit of banter with yeah. the boys. Well, I mean, he should just be saying, to the boys, you know what these are. <laughs> They're the all black tees, yeah. right? Because you have to be an all black to be able to play off these. Yeah, that's, that's what you, you just stuff like that. I mean, working with guys who have been pro sports from before and just doing stuff that guys normally do together, right? Like going and playing pool and having a few beers, or going ten pin bowling and having a few beers. Well, everything's having a few beers. You know what I mean? Uh, but the difference when that competitive thing comes out, it's, and uh, and just the ability without actually really over the top doing it, but the ability to get in someone else's head. It's Just amazing, real no. casually, it's like amazing, <laughs> amazing. It's actually funny, Ricardo. My son, he's decided to have a crack at baseball, so he's playing a bit of baseball at the moment. And uh, I loved, mate. I love softball. You know, played played all age group for New Zealand softball, and had a crack at baseball. And he t- <laughs> got reminded about a time we played so- um, slow pitch softball. So we would, as a family, yeah, and. It's meant to be. So we, I think, the three families decided to put a team together over the shore, and we went and played. It was on a Wednesday night, and it's it's called slow pitch. So you under lob it up and you hit the ball way out in the outfield. Well, mate, as soon as it, as soon as they start hitting it, I'm whipping it into first base. Because <laughs> you've got the wives standing on. They were jumping out of the way, mate. I'm going catch the ball, you know. But it is that competitive nature when you go anything. When the, when you when you when you've been with a professional athlete, yeah, and they decide to to you know let's have a game of pool or let's have a game of, I remember um, Sammy Arapeta, the boxer coming on from New Plymouth, and I'd forgotten about this. We had him on our show, and he says, "Oh yeah, I remember. You know, we did this charity badminton match. You know, and you just made me run around the court." <laughs> and I'm thinking, "Yeah, well, I can't, I, can't, I couldn't can't remember, it, but." Yeah, mate. Like, if you give me a racket, I was the same thing. You know, I'm just, I'm. There's no mercy. I'm going to try my hardest and beat you anyway. So, that's as he's going to try. Don't worry about that. And and I wouldn't be surprised if he actually pulls it off, and 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 has a really good day playing with really good golfers. And you know, the only problem with this is that um, keeping him focused. Yeah. Pretty tough. Yeah, he's a bit of a magpie. Yeah, he's always well. We both are. So keeping him, <laughs> keeping me and him on the straight and narrow is a really hard job to do, and he's got to do it all day. Um, yeah, we'll find out. We'll, we'll we'll get him. We'll get hopefully get him on. Yeah. All right. Now looking forward to that, mate. I also tell you what we're looking forward to this weekend. Rugby League World Cup kicks off. I can't wait. Oh, seriously, we, we've uh, we've we've been lucky enough to to get Josh Alloy, um because the biggest game this weekend is Samoa England. Mm. It's uh, on Saturday two two o'clock in the morning, and mate, I'm really worried for England. Like generally, the tournaments are set up for the host nation. You know, yeah. they've put England in in the group with Samoa and uh, Tonga over the other side, and they're hoping to miss Tonga. And I don't think they're going to get past Samoa. You know, if you look at their their side. And basically a Penrith backline. They've got a decent uh, um, spine and in Milford for Nor Brown, uh, Luai and Suwali. Mate, if that if that clicks, yeah, don't worry about the forward pack. Paulo, you know they got big 
Oklahoma from Manly, they got a big side. Sua, uh, they'll they'll get go forward, and they'll absolutely take it to uh, to the English boys. So, mate, interesting, interesting one. I'm looking forward to the kickoff. Uh, Kiwis obviously up against Lebanon. Mitchell Moses, you know, he'll he'll spark something. Look for a chip and chase. From Mitchell Moses, he expresses himself in international football, but these early rounds is just really seeing, you know, what does England look like? What does New Zealand look like? Aussie obviously got a gun, I think a, the the gun backline, um, but the two smoky Samoan Tonga. Yeah, mate. Well, that's the thing because you, you you look at it, that England squad as well, and they're missing a few. Eh? They got they've, they've got quite a few injuries, they have. and I see it's 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 not all roses up there. Um, his name Sean Wayne uh, has been copying it in the press from people like Gary Schofield. Yeah, about some of the. That's, that's, that's not unusual from Scoey. <laughs> about some with, of his selections. I played with Scoey up in Leeds. Good bloke, absolutely good bloke. He's he's hilarious, but he's uh, he's very he's sort of a little bit like myself down here in New Zealand. You know, he's always got something to say about rugby league. Um, but Sean Wayne, he he really didn't have a choice. He's had a, you know Lomax is out with injury. He got a few few very good players that haven't made the side. Um, but one thing you can see from the English is that they do have size and that size is probably um, going to be sorry about that is that your Siri that's my Siri coming Firing on up. Um, and that size is going to hold them in good stead because mm. the mate the New Zealand this New Zealand side mm. is massive yeah it's you huge know, the Tongan side is massive Australian they've that's where I think that Mel's gone to I think he's gone and tried to emulate the, the big forwards by who's, who he's chosen um but yeah, that, for me, that's where I think the tournament is actually going to be won, is in the middle of the park. I think the the forward pack that dominates out of those top four or five teams is going to, the back lines are going to have, have an absolute ball. So with Australia, that's why they're favourites. If they can um, secure that middle of the park, mate, they'll unleash, they'll unleash some fury with that side that they've got. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how they track. Because I looked at that team that Mel put out and I... And it kind of it looked like a team that was neither one thing nor another. Like half the team looked like a team he would have selected in 2019, and half the team looked like he'd he'd, he'd watched the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> you know what well, I mean. It, uh, half the team looks like 1985, yeah. when Terry Fernley had it. I don't know if you remember that. You know, so you got Terry Terry Fernley picked a New South Wales side here at Carlow Park. You know, left Wally Lewis and all them boys out, and then the Queensland coach gets it, um, and then they put all the Queensland boys in, and it looks like. For me, that Mel's gone heavily towards the Queensland side. Like, he doesn't want to play um, Nathan Cleary at halfback. He's gone Daly, Cherry Evans, Munster, oh, yeah, yeah. Valentine Hones, you know, Tuolagi on the wing. Uh, the only bloke he's put in the back is Captain Tedesco, you know, so... Uh, That's the thing to a lot of people are saying. He's reaching the Penrith players for the first game, and then he'll go back to... And I'm like, nah, Daly, Cherry Evans is his man. He's going to be a starting seven. 100%, you know, and, and you know... <laughs> Mal won ten, you know, ten on a trot at State of Origin. Daly Cherry Evans was part of that. He's loyalty is a big thing for him. He ain't going to throw him out the back. He has to have a pretty poor um, opening to the tournament, Cherry Evans, to lose his jersey. I don't care who Nathan uh, Nathan Cleary is. So, I I've said it on the on the show earlier in the week that um, I think that's his undoing. I think it's his undoing if he sticks with Queensland. And doesn't get his mix right because the problem that Australia have is that if the players are feeling that way that they're being left out because of this New South Wales Queensland and it's, it has happened before. It mm. happened. I remember when Fernley um, had that problem here in in Australia and he had to change his team around to get them home. 
Um, if they're feeling that way, then they're not going to have the combinations. Then the combinations aren't going to click because you're going to have that split. And and if that happens, then he's not going to be able to release a lot of that talent that's in that side. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. The, the early rounds, they should get home against Fiji this week. And Fiji got a very good side, but they just haven't got a spine. Yeah. You know, they've got the, you know, Kamakamika uh, from Melbourne. You've got Kikau. you got the Sim boys. Um, you know, but they're just... Haven't got anyone else to compliment Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I was going to say they need about three more Coruscants, don't they? To, to well, they do. Yeah. yeah, and that's unfortunate because you know you get Munster, Daly, Cherry, Evans who used to play together for, for Queensland, and you throw in Tedesco at the back, who's just going to be terrorising everyone up that middle of the park. Um, yeah, if you're having a bet this weekend, Tedesco probably first try score or last try score. Yeah, all right. Well, look at that, mate. And also coming up on the show, we're going to talk uh, the start of uh, spring racing with uh, Graham Richardson um, after 7.30. Uh, Josh Alloway, as Kempe mentioned, uh, just after 7, after 8 as well. Uh, George Bridge, the, do we say former Crusader? Former All former Black Former Crusader, now? former All Black. Yeah, got some news Can't apparently. Wait question of the day. Well, that leads into the can't wait question of the day. Here is it is for you. Uh, George Bridge, as I said, coming on after 8 o'clock this morning to talk about his future. Apparently he's going to France. Got me thinking, if you were a fringe all black, would you stay here and try and push through or would you go overseas and make some dough? That is your question. Double eight double three, the temper bedpost text machine. Double eight double three, uh, temper bedpost. Of course, uh, get through to us on that, or you can call us 0800-150-811. Kempi and I will be back with our answer to that question after this. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto: Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.